Hey everybody, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in to the, uh, the Murfreesboro.com show, the podcast. Uh, I'm John Icarie, your host, uh, and we have a repeat offender with us today. Back for round two, Miss Sarah Campbell. Thank you for coming back. Appreciate that. And you've actually changed your business name. Are you added? Because you went by your name last time. Yeah, I was just going by my name, but now I have um, Sycamore Health and Mental Health. That's what it is. Okay. And uh, for those that maybe have missed the first episode, we'll talk a little bit about that real quick. But uh, so you are a board certified mental health coach. Correct. Right? Okay. Yes. And then after our first episode, you had kind of an eye-opening experience, I guess it sounded like when you saw some things going on and yeah. we wanted to address that for round 2, right? But for those that missed the first one, tell us about what you do and all that good stuff. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I am a board-certified mental health coach and mm -hmm. then a certified health coach. So I kind of combine the two together um, and work with the whole body and mind mm -hmm. together. Um, a lot of times there's physical symptoms that are going on mm -hmm. with our mental health and vice versa. Um, I work with kids and women and teens. Mm -hmm. A lot of anxiety, a lot of panic attacks, depression, um, ADHD. Um, yeah. Gotcha. And so you're kind of the, um, like the pre-therapy, like... Let's address all this so you don't necessarily have to go to therapy. It's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, okay. so I'm not a licensed therapist. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a step down. Um, so I do not do any diagnosing. I do not do formal mm -hmm. treatment. Um, what I do is a lot of education on okay. how our brains and bodies work, what kind of coping skills help, a lot of um, just support group work, um, practical skills, planning yeah. for our future, that kind of thing. Okay, gotcha. Now, do you, do you specialize in one area versus others, or do you see more people in a certain category does that make sense or yeah okay yeah <laughs> so a little bit of different things um it is you know women and children and, and teenagers okay. um the majority of what i see is anxiety panic attacks um adhd focus related issues mm -hmm. and a lot of foster care and adoption okay i remember last time we talked about that you you, you saw quite an uptick it sounded like after covid Yes. When COVID hit. And yes. so are, how's that looking now? Is it subsiding a little bit? Are you seeing a little more? Or? It's getting better. But mm -hmm. I also think that it was really eye-opening for people yeah. because there was more of a focus on mental health. Mm -hmm. And so there's still a lot going on, a lot of um, awareness that has been brought to it. Yeah. Okay. So um, with the people that reached out before, after the first episode, like it's, did you see more anxiety? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I remember you talked about that before. So, mm -hmm. so is that primarily what you're seeing now? You said mostly more? anxiety. Okay. There's a, a lot of general anxiety and a lot yeah. of panic attacks. Okay. Gotcha. And then now, kind of moving forward, since we brushed on that, you you, how did you wear? You had like a little eye opening experience. You said of what kind of going on around here that you didn't realize. Yeah. So can you elaborate on that for us a little bit? There's a lot. There's yeah. so much going on and it's just right in our backyard. And um, I don't think we realize it because people put their smile on mm -hmm. and they go on about their day. And, and a lot of people are embarrassed about it. So mm -hmm. we don't know how much people are struggling. Um, I saw a statistic that last year there were almost 150,000 mm -hmm. calls to mental health crisis support in Tennessee. Holy, in Tennessee? In Tennessee. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were going to say in the country. No, but... just in Tennessee. Okay, um, okay. And then our area is more prevalent for mm -hmm. substance use and depression. Um, there's a lot of issues with, um, like, our, our foster care system. So there are a lot of yeah. kids that are involved mm -hmm. in really traumatic, tough situations, yeah. trafficking. There's just so much going on right yeah. now. I got to do. You, do you think there's a reason, or did you find a reason why you said we have a little more here in Tennessee than other places? Do you, is that attributed to any reason you think? I'm or? not sure. I yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of factors that that play into it. Yeah. Um. I th I think we just need more resources. We need more awareness to yeah. it, and and letting people know that it's okay to get help, and it's yeah. not. Um, it's not a it's not a bad thing. It's not anything to be embarrassed of. It's very normal. We all have something with our mental health. No yeah. one is no one is perfectly 
calm and and happy all the time. Yeah. That really? would not be normal. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I told you, that would not be normal. Right. Yeah, I got you. No kidding. Yeah, but uh and I I'm kind of jumping forward a little bit on this, but I do want to say if anybody out there watching listening is having issues in any of these things that we're talking about, you know, Sarah's information will be in the description of the video. You can reach out to her, go to her website. What is your website, by the way? It is sycamorehealthandmentalhealth.com. Okay. Also linked in the description. So you can reach out for, you know, your help and get more info and things like Absolutely. that. But uh, um, I do want to touch on kind of the the uncomfortable subject sometimes. It depends on, you know, how people look at it. But how you were talking about the sex trafficking. Yes. And stuff that you're seeing and running into and how actual prevalent that is around here. So I'm going to let you take the forum on that one. So yeah, um, yeah. It, it's it's just in our backyard and I, I I just don't think we realize how much is going on we don't realize how much um kids are getting trafficked and um just the trauma that they're going through how many mm -hmm. kids are in foster care or in situations where they need extra mm -hmm. supports um and they're just living through trauma and, and we don't realize it because like like i said earlier you know they're putting their face on they're going to school yeah they're smiling they're they don't they're not talking about it as much mm -hmm. um and i don't think it looks the way that we think it does based on movies oh yeah you know yeah. so we mm -hmm. don't really know how to we, we don't know we just yeah. don't we don't realize it and there's no way to know really yeah. unless you're building those relationships with the people and yeah. letting them know it's okay to talk about it yeah. so how, how does that look like if with the kids that you're dealing with and whatnot like like you said it's not like the movies right. so what can people look for as far as signs that they may think somebody's going through something like that it's tough um yeah. so one thing like with our kids stomach aches so weird physical stomach symptoms aches? yeah okay. so lots of tummy aches and, and avoidant type behaviors um they can go opposite directions so they can either be really reserved into themselves kind of isolated mm -hmm. or they can be the opposite they can really try hard to, to act normal yeah. you know what they what they think is normal you know and, and yeah, to yeah. not show that anything's wrong um more attention seeking type behaviors that, yeah. that you maybe wouldn't expect okay now i just like, do you think there's a reason why, like, why would kids try and hide that? Is it embarrassment, you think? or Embarrassment, um, not believing that there's help out there or yeah. that they're worth help. That's yeah. a hard one to realize that, that people would think that. Yep. Like, no, children I get would think it. that about it. themselves. Yeah. It's hard, but they do. Um, and then, you know, we don't know what they've been told. Yeah. We don't know what they've been told by people around them and, yeah. and threats and things like that too. So yeah. just not feeling safe. Not feeling safe. I got you. And by the way, thank you for talking about this with us. And, and I'm, I'm asking some of these questions on purpose to get that <laughs> info out. So for those yeah. watching and listening, so, yes. so thank you by the way. But now do you see, is it with the, the sex trafficking stuff and all that is, is, do you see more of like a certain demographic than others? Or is there like, you know, is it more prevalent among Wealthy families versus non-wealthy or something like that. Do you see any correlation with things like that? I, I'm not directly in that side of it as much. Okay. I gotcha. um, so I just, I, I'm, I see more of the kids with trauma and then I end up hearing so much about yeah. and learning more about that. So I don't have a lot of direct lines. So I, I wouldn't mm -hmm. know that for sure. I gotcha. Now, after the first episode, when you said people reached out and then all of a sudden this happened, were you seeing people, were you getting people reaching out about this? Not so much okay. this. It was primarily um, anxiety, panic attacks, um, just general life stress okay. and managing that. Well, it um, led you to find out about all this? Yes. Too? Okay. Got yes. How did that come about? How did you, what was the turning point where you started to see that and realize that? I just keep hearing more and more about okay. it. I just keep hearing stories and um, just in, in sessions, I, I hear yeah. things about it and yeah. just keep learning a little bit, little, little pieces at a yeah. time. 
Now you had also before we started recording, we um, we talked a few things about the stats in Tennessee and how mm-hmm. prevalent it is here. Can you reiterate on that for us? Because we talked about it off camera for everybody. Yeah. Okay. So it, it was it was a bit of an older study, but yeah. our area, Murfreesboro, Franklin, Davidson County, it had higher rates of substance use disorder and mm. depression than the average rates for Tennessee and for the entire country for yeah. averages. Dang. Again, I wonder why that is in Tennessee. I don't. I love it here. I like living in Tennessee. You, I don't know. I, why. I don't think we. I, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I grew up here, and it. You, it just seems normal, right? You know, normal, normal is so subjective, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little subjective. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. it just you wouldn't think. It, most people seem pretty happy, and yeah, I got you. Dang. Okay. Mm-hmm. So moving forward with all the stuff you're doing, uh, are you going to start doing things a little different, or do you want what is it you want the people watching and listening to know as far as getting help? Yeah, reach out before it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Before it is, it is impacting your whole life. Um, and it's not as scary as what it sounds. It's mm-hmm. not as more, especially my kids. They come to me and they think of what they've seen on TV and that we're just going to be sitting like this and having yeah. this very direct conversation and asking all these hard questions and yeah. they're going to have to answer all this. And, and that's not how it is. It's very comfortable. It's mm-hmm. very laid back. It's, it's not a place of judgment. Um, mm-hmm. It's private and it's safe. So I'm not going to go and tell everyone about oh, it. Yeah, um, but I, I do the one-on-one sessions, mm-hmm. and then next year, after or after the first of the year, I'm going to do some group classes okay. for kids and yeah. um, teenagers to, to mm-hmm. help just educate about this yeah. thing. Where do you do your group classes and stuff? You- We're going to do, like, the first and the last mm-hmm. session in person. Okay. I haven't figured out exactly where. Um, mm-hmm. And then the in-between ones will be virtual, because we do have a lot of people that are out of state. Oh, do you? Okay, yes. I got gotcha. you. Well, there you go. All right, cool. So, um, but, uh, you know, something up. One, I should have thrown this out in the beginning. So we, we got your website, but mm-hmm. um, if people want more information about you and you know where they can get more information about all the stuff we're talking about, where can they find it? The website. Um, mm-hmm. I also have an Instagram, and it's it's Sarah Campbell, S-A-R-A. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'll and, link that as well. So Yeah. Okay. And feel free to my, – my phone number is on the website as well, and you, mm-hmm. can, you can send me a text if, yeah. if you're not ready to call or if that's more comfortable yeah. or an email. But yeah. my website has the majority of the information about – how to move forward. Um, my my Instagram is more tips and support. Okay, gotcha. Now I, I'm curious. Is something I wanted to ask you on a personal level. Like, you must. You're an amazing person for what you're doing, and there's other stuff that you've done that we haven't talked about that make you more amazing person. Thank you for what you do for all the kids. Thank you. But um, like, how do you how do you do that on a personal level? I I could not handle hearing some of the stories, you know, and things. Seeing that, I mean, how do you do that? How do you handle it? Oh, that's a tough question. So a lot of it is because I've been in a situation, I've been in situations that were hard. So I grew up Mm -hmm. with a lot of trauma, different kind of trauma. Mine was medical trauma and my dad was terminally ill my entire life. Um, So I grew up scared and I grew up with health issues. I have had, I had over 20 surgeries by the time I was 21. Wow. Um, So a lot of medical trauma. And I had panic attacks Mm -hmm. for years, like debilitating, embarrassing terrifying panic attacks I would just get up in the middle of the classroom crying yeah and you know no one understood and back then it wasn't talked about and yeah. so no one really knew what was going on with me um so I've been through those things and I think just that desire to help other people going through it to know that they're not alone and they're not crazy yeah. and they can get better it, it just motivates me and um 
and I, and I think the hope too, that, that might sound a little cheesy, but, but I've seen it get better. And so I know it can get better. So even when I'm hearing those horrible stories, mm-hmm. I know that they can get better and I know yeah. that they can not only get better, but they can use so much of that, of their story to help yeah. other people and to be a better version of themselves oh, yeah. too. Yeah, totally, totally get that. Mm-hmm. I know on a you know, personal level, I don't talk about this very much, so I guess we'll let a cat out of the bag, but there was a, there was a time in my life not too long ago where, you know, I kind of learned the basement had a subfloor you know, type scenario. Mm-hmm. And I had never been one that at least I didn't know about that to have a panic attack or anything like that. And as an outsider looking in, you know, I've seen people go through that. And I'm like, you know, Oh, you can do this. Come on, be mentally tough. You know, you got this yeah. sort of thing. But till I experienced that and realized that is brutal, like mm-hmm. that is absolutely horrible. I mean, there were times I didn't want to get out of bed for hours. I'd sit there and just stare at the ceiling for hours and, you know, going through all the stuff I was going through, but it was, that is really tough to try and do on your own. So again, anybody out there watching, listening, if you're having an issue with any of that stuff, Sarah Campbell right here, <laughs> go to your website, hit you up. So, but, um, but yeah, I just, um, and then knowing that little kids are going through this sort of yes. stuff, that's tough. Yes. And a lot of times the parents don't realize it, not because they're not bad parents or because mm-hmm. they're not good parents and they're, they're not aware of their child. That's yeah. not it at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's that kids can't always express how they're feeling. They, they don't mm-hmm. know what they're feeling. Yeah. So, okay, if you think about a panic attack and you think yeah. about the symptoms that you have, it feels like your stomach's upset. It feels like you're throwing up. It feels, yep. it feels like your, your head is spinning and, and your heart's pounding. And they don't know how to put a word to that. They don't, know how, they don't even know that that's fear sometimes. Yeah. They don't know what that is. They All they know is good. I don't feel good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't feel good. Or, or they might just act out. Yeah, they might yeah. just have a behavior because all mm-hmm. they feel is like I'm unsafe right now. And, and they might associate it with whatever's going on in the yeah, moment. Like yeah. I need this candy right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they they may yeah. not know yeah. and be able to verbalize. Yeah. So now with certain kids of a certain age, do you ever see like on parents maybe being, and I, I don't want to say naive, but more like, Oh, they're just being a kid, you know, like Absolutely. if they act out or they do something and they're going, you know, <laughs> a little wild or whatever. And it's like, well, maybe there's something else. Yeah, you know? and so, I, I've done that with my kids. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it happens. You know, you, you see things and it seems like a typical behavior. Um, and it takes some time to kind of start associating, oh, wait, they're doing this at this time every day. Yeah. Or they really seem to be bothered in a little bit different way than when they're just upset. Yeah, okay. So if, if are there definitive signs for stuff like that? Or like you said, it's just being a kid or should a parents just pay a little more attention maybe? Or what do you think? Definitely trying to notice patterns. Patterns. Okay. That's right. a big one. So, you know, if they, they have a tummy ache on the way to school every morning, uh, that might be anxiety okay. or, um, before bed, a lot uh, before bed's a big one, you know, a lot of kids are scared of the dark, but it's also okay. a time when the world is kind of shut off and it's quiet. And so their brain can think. Yeah. The brain gets to them. Yeah. I gotcha. yeah, yeah. So recognizing those patterns, um, wa- watching for the behaviors to see mm-hmm. if they are, um, <clears throat> in correlation with anything, if they're after a certain time, yeah. um, again, with like belly aches. Yeah. Do you see certain symptoms more prevalent with certain, like tummy aches more with anxiety and, or, you know, you know, health problem A for depression or something like that? Does it make sense? Like, do you it see does. Stuff like that? So a lot of what I do is like nervous system regulation and it all okay. goes together. So in a way, certain things are going to trigger more or less physical yeah. symptoms, but at the same time, it's causing stress on your body. So over time, it, it, it's just causing stress on your body. So yeah. it's, it's going to cause a lot of the same things. Um, depression is more likely to cause things like fatigue mm-hmm. and weakness and okay. body aches. Yeah. Um, anxiety is more likely to cause those stomach aches. Um, 
panic attacks. It's going to be shaking, feel like you're going to pass out, trouble yeah. breathing. Okay. What about the acting out part? Is that more of a sign of something else or is it just kind of all the above? That could be any of them. Oh, okay. I gotcha. <laughs> that could be any of them for yeah. sure. Okay. I gotcha. Because I've seen kids before that were, you know, just mm -hmm. having fun doing their thing. Like, oh, they're just being a kid. And then you kind of find out later and something, you know, it's like, oh, okay. But no idea. You know, I didn't know. So, yeah. But okay. I was curious. But, um, and then um, I'm curious as far, I want to ask on the parent side of things. Like, do you ever see parents that like when they realize what's going on? Because I, I want to address the parents that may, if something happens and they, they find out about it later and they, you know, had no, they didn't know what was going mm -hmm. on. Do the parents feel guilty or do they feel? Absolutely. Do they? What, how do you, how do you address the parents in a situation like that? Knowing that they're doing the right thing now. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it wasn't their fault. Maybe it was. Sometimes yeah. we, I mean, we all make mistakes as parents. I've, yeah. I've mm -hmm. made plenty. I've upset my kids <clears throat> more than I, I <laughs> wish I yeah, had, I but that's, that's normal. Um, yeah. and knowing that, I guess this, this applies to any situation. Yeah. So we're going to have thoughts mm -hmm. and we're going to have these hard situations no matter what. And yeah. we can choose a helpful thought or an unhelpful thought and we yeah. can choose what we focus on. We can dwell on the guilt. We can dwell on the struggles that our kids have gone through mm -hmm. and we can let that paralyze us Yeah. or we can choose the helpful thoughts of, mm -hmm. wow, this happened, but now I'm going to do the best that I can. We're going to go. get the help. We're going to see what we can make come out of this. How can we use this to be more resilient? Yeah. Okay. Very good. So all your parents out there, yeah, <laughs> so I've, I've seen that one before too. Yes. So I was curious. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. But, um, yeah, with, with somebody again, back on the thoughts I'm, I'm dwelling from my, my personal experience yeah. here can we talk about because there sure. there were thoughts I remember having where how do I word you just kind of want the pain to go away mm -hmm. you know and and then other things would kind of enter in your mind and I go whoa what was that you know get that out of your head yeah. and so I would thankfully I was able to recognize that it was like hey chill out you know but um, for people to have a harder time getting that out of their head mm -hmm. how do you address things like that there's a lot of a lot of different things. It depends on the the person and depends on their situation. Yeah. But one is kind of what you did, knowing that this is just a thought and I yep. get to choose which ones I'm gonna focus on. Mm -hmm. Not all of my thoughts and feelings are reality. They're yeah. all yeah. valid and they're yeah. all important, but they're not all real. Mm -hmm. They're not mm -hmm. all accurate and true. Well, yeah. I guess they're real, but they're not all true is what I'm yeah. trying to say. I got you. Yeah, they're yeah. not all true and I don't have to act on every thought. Mm -hmm. The more we try to force a thought away, yeah. just by like it, brutality, yeah. br no, I'm not gonna think yeah. this, the bigger it's actually gonna yeah. get. Um, so trying to just be okay with the thought coming up, yeah. but not entertaining it. So yeah. this is something I do with the kids, but mm -hmm. it actually works for the adults too. Yeah. Thinking of those thoughts as like a little cartoon character is saying them and trying to scare you. Okay. So you notice it, you can sit here. Okay. That little part of my brain, you mm -hmm. can think that you can say those things all you want to. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I hear you. Yeah. But I'm not going to listen yeah. to you. Maybe that's the movie analogy when you get the little yes. devil pops on your yes. shoulder. And that's you're like, a good hey. one. You're like, no, <laughs> get off. Yeah. And one thing I do with like the kids especially is we will like draw out what their mm -hmm. little monster in their head looks like. It okay. is, it's their thoughts, but, yeah, yeah. but we kind of try to separate it a little bit and yeah. we, we make him look funny and cute. Like he's trying yeah. to be scary. Yeah. I guess. And that okay. sounds juvenile, but it works for the adults too. Just remembering yeah. like, this is a thought and it's okay to have that thought. And yeah. I, let's explore maybe where that came from. Yeah, yeah. But once you know what, what is accurate and what is true for you. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what the, uh, 
pictures look like when people draw them? They're cute. Are, are they really? <laughs> yeah, okay, they're really so fun. Not like some demon thought or something. Well, like it that. is. It is like a scary <clears throat> look. It's typically a scary creature, but yeah. in a funny way, and that's kind of the point okay. of like because that's what our brain is trying to. Do. Our brain, back to like the psych- psychology of it, yeah, our yeah. brain is alerting, saying something is wrong, and it's trying yeah. to put us on high alert so that we can react. You know, think okay. of a bear chasing you. So it's it's trying yeah. to react to that. Think, oh no, we got to get worked up. And okay. so if you kind of learn that that's just your body's alarm mm-hmm. and you don't have to yeah. take that for a massive yeah, thought, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we, we can, we still have control. Okay. And it's different I, parts yeah. of your brain that are activating. Yeah. Okay. I like, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I was just, again, thinking back to my situation when I said, yeah. I just want the pain to go away. It was more of an emotional response you know not like pain physical pain but mm-hmm. i was like god because it's just and for the record for those tuning in that was a long time ago so i am fine so but it's uh, a <laughs> okay you now. know but uh, and just, that right there is a testament to how yeah. that's that's encouraging that's hopeful you're, oh, yeah. you're that's, okay that's why i'm yes. sharing it because i am fine you mm-hmm. know and i've you know life goes on type thing and i'm way much better than i was and this again was a long time ago so um but yeah just I remember those thoughts coming in and uh, it, like, again, it would trigger a thought in my brain. I go, what the hell was and that? And those are terrifying. Yeah. Those thoughts go, are no. terrifying. I'm like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. nope, go away. Yeah. And I would, I remember I would get up and go do something yes. that would try and that something that would bring joy, you know? And for me, it was like, I'd go to the gym a lot, you know? And so, and that's a good out, one because like, you're, ah. yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're activating and you're working for the physical side yep. mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of the root of how that works is when our nervous system is triggered, mm-hmm. we're in fight or flight. And so our bodies naturally want to fight or run. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting all this energy. And when we just sit still and we're afraid, yeah. that makes it so much worse. So if you're moving and you're yeah. up and doing something, you are calming your brain. You're telling it, I did fight, I did fight, yep, yep. I did run, and now I'm safe. Yep. Um, they've actually shown in studies that people... So people can go through the same situation and mm-hmm. some people experience trauma and PTSD and other people do not. Yeah. And a lot of the reason is if they were able to do something about it in the moment. Really? So if they were stuck, if they were sitting, uh, if they couldn't, if they were not able to do anything in that yeah, moment, yeah. they're more likely to experience trauma if than if they got to run or fight or yeah. be active in the situation. Okay. Yeah. Because I actually talked to somebody about it a long time ago. Really? And they were saying literally just move. Move. And they're like, even if you're sitting down, and I know this looks dumb, but they were like, move your arm, yeah. do something because it triggers shake it. Your, yeah, it, shake it. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, and it, how it triggers certain hormones in it your does. body and all this, and it's like you will literally feel better. Just move your arms, mm-hmm. like get up and move. Yep. And okay, and I remembered that back then, and uh, I remember I would get up and just walk around or something. Or like I said, I would go to the gym or something, but I would always feel astronomically better mm-hmm. afterwards, getting those that dopamine rush kind of from working out at the gym and stuff, but. Um, so there you go, get up, move around people. There you go. But, uh, awesome. That was, wow. Very insightful. Thank you for sharing all that. So, um, but I also know you have to go back to work and, and so do we. So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. But again, all your information is going to be in the description. Um, and right now forum's yours. You want to throw any message out there to everybody listening, watching, say anything? Oh, just know that it can get better. Reach out if you need help. Um, don't be embarrassed by it. I'm here. There are other people here. Um, like I said, I've got the classes coming up. There's also, that's for our kids. There's also online classes that are available. Um, the link is in my website as well. And that's nervous system regulation. So that can help with really anything because yeah. we're getting to the root of the problem. Um, and then the one-on-ones. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh yeah, no problem. And on finish off of my little testimonial part, the, uh, it does get better. 
and people yes. like you help. So thank you. thank you for what you do. And uh, there's always somebody out there that if you're open to reaching out and saying, help me, there's always somebody that will help. Yes. Yeah. So that, that goes a long way. If there weren't certain members of my family, you know, that helped me. So, yeah. But uh, so anyways, yeah, there you go. All your information, again, <laughs> is in the description. We'll link over your website. People can get more info and all that good stuff. So um, thank you again for what you do. It's a wonderful thing. And for everybody watching, we appreciate you tuning in as always. And we'll see you all in the next one.